but we're consistently inconsistent. I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch. Can I edit my list? (laughs) I had a salad yesterday. It was good. That's good. Where from? Proud of you, Chad. From uh, Brew House. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done. Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, Let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. It's like vacation is a feeling. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be on the outside of your lime, Stay home, man. It's probably time for a new intro, don't you think? I've been thinking that. I think, uh, luckily, we got a couple shows in the queue, so I can probably cut up something here pretty quick. We've we've got some good snippets. I know. I just I don't really want to get rid of DH's uh, uh, lime stick. That might just be a permanent part of the intro. Well, I feel like what that means is we just got to get him back on the show. That too. We need to get another soundbite from him. That was the thing too. Is that that lime bit was great, but there was like four or five other things I could have put in there. It was really early for your mic slip. Normally, that happens like (laughs) mid show. I don't even know how that ha- I'm just going to hold it. How about that? <laughs> I'm going to hold it for a few minutes here. Um, perhaps we'll get a good snippet uh, from our guy here, yeah. from Tim today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Bryson, IPA Way. The IPA Way, that's it. Uh, uh, first time on the show. Appreciate you. Uh, but uh, have become uh, a friend of both Danny and I and of Sonder. Um, and uh, just wanted to get you on and, and learn more about you and, and talk beer and and some other things, and, and um, just jump right in. Love it. Let's get it started. So, um, what, I guess we could go back to the origin here. I Danny. know. that's where I wanted to start there. Like, what, what brought you to Sonder the first time? That's a great question. So, Tim Bryson, Cincinnati native, of course. And um, my grandma lives in Westchester. Mm-hmm. So, every time I come home, I you know, am intentional about spending time with her, all right, as she gets older and whatnot. And so, every city I go to, I go on Google, not Yelp, but Google, mm-hmm. just type in breweries. Yeah. Right. It's not shit really out in Westchester, but I was like, what is this Sonder thing? Like, mm-hmm. it's over here by Macy's where I used to work in the summers in undergrad. Oh, cool. Um, so I said, I guess it. let's try it out. So I yeah. drove here one day. As a matter of fact, I think Justin was here my first time. Oh, really? I think he was here. And I tried, you betcha. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> this is a good beer, right? How like, long ago was that? This was in like, 2019. Yeah, I was, I was right. It was after we. Pretty shortly after we had opened. Because we was it a Wednesday? Was this back when you were bartending on Wednesdays? No, I wasn't bartending at the time. Oh, you were just here. I was here. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't. I, I mean, I think you just straight up. You, I think you asked. I think you were like, "Are you one of the owners?" Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah." Is it that obvious? Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember I asked because everywhere I go to, I do work. Right. Mm-hmm. Bring my laptop out. Have yep. my AirPods. Yeah. I'm just chilling, doing work. And you were just super chill. And I'm like, yo, like, who was the owner so I can just give a compliment to this spot? Like, no bullshit. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah. you don't get that everywhere. I don't get that everywhere. Right. Um, and so when you say you're the owner, I'm like, so this is the type of service we get at Sonder? Yeah. <laughs> and then I turned around. I turned around, saw the, um, we got moved the sign now. Yeah. But it says Sonder, comma, whatever, now, or parentheses now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The realization everyone has a unique story. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love storytelling. My, my podcast is based on storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, this is my spot. So every time I come here, I make it a point yeah, to come thanks, here, brother. if not once, twice, or three times. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we've yeah. been interacting on social for the last, like, two years. I remember when I, I first seeing, I saw you were posting beers from D.C. I'm like, dude, how is this guy getting our beer in D.C.? I love it. <laughs> and then we found out that you just, you know, swing by whenever you're in town. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and 
there are other places. I mean, so you're a brewery guy, yeah. right? Like you're a, you're a big beer guy. So what are some other places around town that you check out whenever yeah. you come home? Definitely Matchery. Go to Matchery every time I come. Love their vibe. Uh, hit Ryan guys. Ryan guys. Truth is what put me on IPAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I go there every single time. I was there last night, actually. Um, I feel like a lot of, I probably most Cincinnati folks can say that. Either Truth or Psychopathy got them on IPAs. Yeah. And they're, they're just the mainstay staples of this town. I mean, we're, we're, and we've talked about this on the show multiple times, but as a brewery, especially a brewery of our size and scale mm-hmm. and business model, we're forever indebted to what Rheingeist has done for beer in this city. True, yeah, true, true. Um, and that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. And they've always been good to us. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but I'm in the same boat. I mean, I, I remember, I, I actually remember the first time I had Truth. Yeah, mm. that's um, dope. It was, it was pretty sweet, yeah. yeah. That's still, like, my go-to if I'm out somewhere and, like, they don't have anything from Sondra on tap, but they have Truth. I, I know exactly what it's going to taste like yep. every time. It's yeah. likely going to be fresh because those kegs move. Yeah. Um, it's just a consistent IPA that actually I like eating. I like eating with it. Oh, uh, interesting. I typically don't okay. like IPAs with food, but for whatever reason, Truth has like a good citrus note that really pops for me. I don't know if it's just my palate or what, but I love like, um, you know, getting pizza or getting burgers or something like that and having a Truth. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, this is a critical flaw on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting next to... The IPA guy, mm-hmm. right? And we're drinking Rally Cap. Hey, I, Tim, why didn't we not think to, to get the man yeah. an IPA? Tim and, I, Tim and I had this conversation. His his palate's changing too. It's changing, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah, we, yeah. We, have a, we have a relatable uh, like palate story. Where like I think we both used to be super into hops, and like as we keep drinking more and more crappier, you're finding Rally Cap in my glass way more often. I think that in the fact I'm trying to be a little bit more responsible mm. drinking and writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're I mean, getting older, I mean I've gotten, you know, 4.0 <laughs> my doc program. I'm like, let, me just, let me just chill a little bit, right? Let me chill a little bit. But, mm-hmm. again, you betcha. A record hop always one and two for me. Mm-hmm. But then the question you asked, right, where do I always visit when I'm coming here? It's Ryan Guy's Mad Tree and it's Sonder. Yeah. That's awesome, That's man. every time. Thank you. That's we appreciate awesome. that. What's that? Most definitely. That's awesome. Most and definitely. and what's cool about it now is now we've gotten to the point where we're exchanging beers. Yes. Right? Yes, so yes, yes. I always make sure. You, so you came in, I think it was when I was bartending <laughs> on Christmas Eve. You came in and I just loaded you up with a bunch of beer and Ro- I was bartending with Ross and Ross mm-hmm. goes, "How do we know him?" Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy just walked out with like three cases of beer. I'm like, "Oh yeah, we hook him up. We uh, see we hook him up." I got y'all too, man. I yeah. got y'all too. And and um, so now you're in the DC area, which we've talked a little bit about. Yeah. You've been. Uh, um, I mean, we could just go go like real quick through. Sure. I wish we would have done this behind mics because this was entertaining. It was interesting. So. Uh, Undergrad at South Carolina, but started at Coastal Carolina. Shana clears, go shots. Yeah. Yeah. Go shots. You, you got you got to confirm to me that like Coastal Carolina is the most fun school in, in America. <laughs> this is literally the same conversation like we had. It, it seems like it, it has yo, to be. It has to, isn't, it on, isn't it on the beach? It's eight miles from Myrtle Beach. Oh, see, okay. That's the pitch. I don't know why in my head I was like, dude, it's literally beachside. It, like, but the like, campus looks like a resort. It is a resort. Oh my it's gosh. like I told Justin, like. My, my intro to different things now is, like, mm-hmm. being 18 years old, out of state, as an athlete, right at the beach, in college. Yeah, sign me up. I had to go. Where, 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 the were, where why... were classes on the priority <laughs> yeah. list? It had to have been People legit, They will legit skip class and go to the beach. Oh, yeah. And okay. so the first year, the second year, retention rate is, like, 60%. Really? Wow. A lot of transfers, a lot of dropouts. Holy cow. You're at, it's legit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's right it's there. funny you say that. A kid I went to high school with, literally the only kid from my high school to go to Coastal, didn't make it past first semester. Bro, I'm telling you, it's wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a party. Yeah. It's a party. So, whatever. Went there. Great time. 
I had to transfer to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And you ran track there? Ran track at Coastal. Nice. Uh, transferred to South Carolina, didn't run track, but got involved in attorney sorority life, nice. campus recreation, Title IX prevention, sexual assault prevention work. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduced me to a career in student affairs. Yeah. Uh, so made the trip back up to Ohio. Uh, went to Ohio State for grad, master in higher ed, student affairs. Wanted to work in athletics, wanted to work in student affairs. People were trying to make me choose between the two. I said, why? I don't have to. Right. Uh, it was a, a theme within my life. So I then moved to Indy. I earned the NCAA postgraduate internship. So I was in uh, the leadership development department in Indianapolis. I mean, then three months into my role at the NCAA, Maryland had a position open uh, where I currently serve as the program director for student athlete career development, essentially helping athletes get their bag, whether it's related to grad school, professional school. That's awesome. Internships or jobs. No doubt. Uh, dude, I, I, I knew you were there, but I didn't know um, the details of, yeah. of your work. That's awesome. It's, dope. it's a fun job. Has yeah. your job gotten way more – how has it changed with NIL? Oof, good question. It's a, really good, it's a really good question, and it hasn't. And the reason why I okay. say that is because we started, and myself, my supervisor, Risa Lovelace, like our mission from the very beginning, we got to build a program from scratch. We focused on storytelling. Like, what is your story? That's the first question people ask in an interview, right? Either yeah. tell me more about yourself, who are you, why are you interested? It's all related to storytelling, yep. yeah, Sandra. Yeah. Right? Yep. NIL is storytelling. Yeah. yeah. If you know how to tell your story and build a brand, build a community around stories and different gifts, right, the unique gifts we all have, mm-hmm. the money will come. Yeah. Yep. We talk about that a lot, like stories sell. They do. Like, you know, our, our brand is storytelling because we love telling stories. But, I mean, in all reality, it's fun selling, right? It like is. And, I, and I, I believe that everybody's story deserves to be told. And Amen. marketed. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. So exactly. That's, what's, that's what's fun. Man, I can't. I'm trying to wrap my mind right now in, in a role like that. It's got to be fun, man. Oh, it's super fun. So, I mean, you have athletes, like I was telling you before. Um, particularly with like a um, field hockey, lacrosse. I mean, lacrosse, yeah. Maryland's a big lacrosse state. Okay. And so similar to like the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the USC's out in California, not South Carolina, we get like the five-star recruit, the number one quarterback in the draft. Mm-hmm. Our women's lacrosse team, men's lacrosse team are getting the top five oh, really? lacrosse no player doubt. in the country. Yes. I, I, uh, I really enjoy watching. I need to get more into it, but like – the lacrosse, um, like national championships, yes. like those are oh, always. It's, it's, it's so, so much fun. fun to watch. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Every time I games. watch lacrosse, I think to myself, "I am not enough of a man to be able to play this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm like, "Dude, these guys are getting and and girls yeah. right, are just getting like beat to crap with yes. these." Have, these you, ever, have you ever held one of the balls, dude? It's just solid rubber. It's like yes. a weapon. Yes. That would <laughs> hurt so bad. Yeah. So being, I mean, it's the cross capital of the world. Maryland okay. is okay. Um, Soccer team won a natty. Matter of fact, the first pick in MLS draft this year came from Maryland. Oh, really? Yep, playing nice. down in Charlotte. What's her name? I forget his name right now. Oh, his name. Sorry. Uh, it'll come back to me. But, yeah, the first pick in MLS draft. That's awesome. Maryland. So, I mean, it's just dope. Like, being yeah. obviously at Maryland, building a program from scratch, mm-hmm. being next to D.C., getting eight miles from the, um, the White House, having fun doing it. That's awesome. So, how have, uh, being a beer guy, right, yeah. how have uh, all of these towns uh, compared and contrasted for beer? Yeah, that's so I'll, a that's a good question. So I'll tell you this. I got in a beer and started the IPA way right when I moved to D.C. Okay. Whatever, Maryland. How long ago was that? This was 2019, February okay. 2nd, 2019. About three years. Yep. 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 And so, but my travel, like how I got into beer was when I was at the NCA. We traveled a lot. Okay. And so every time we would land, I'm like, all right, peace out, y'all. I'm going to a brewery to do my work. <laughs> yeah. I just did yeah. work at breweries. That's how, yeah. I, that's how yeah. I started coming to breweries. Yeah. And so I went, when I was in uh, the D.C. area, I went to Richmond. Cool. A lot of great breweries yep. in Richmond. Went to Philly, great beers in Philly, whatever. Went to Phoenix, went to Orlando. But my first time coming back to Cincinnati, December. Yeah. Was I was like, oh shit, since he has an underrated, under tap, yeah. underappreciated beer scene yep. nationally, and I would even argue probably internationally. Yep. Because it's re- like the number of different breweries, obviously per capita, the price is definitely a 
point to make. Mm-hmm. But then a different variety as far as environments and tap rooms. So obviously this place, Sonder, is way different than 50 West, but mm-hmm. great beer, right? Yep. This place versus uh, Ryan Guys. I'm glad you have free parking. Ryan Guys kind of hard to park down there. <laughs> it's a different type of vibe, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. like being able to appreciate Cincinnati's beer scene to your question, I think for me is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just because I'm from here, but I'm like, yo, you could literally be anywhere in the city in five minutes, ten minutes away. You have a brewery, yeah, if not yeah, two a, breweries. A good brewery too. With on point with yeah. good people. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that makes for me. Beer is great. The tap rooms even better if you have good people. Yep. That's under right. Yep. I think uh, the the coolest thing that you know I I, I get a bigger appreciation for the Cincinnati beer scene when I travel. I'll yes. go to like yes. I'll go to like quote unquote like beer towns. You know, yep. like I was in Austin a couple weekends ago. Yep. I went to Portland last year, uh, and like don't get me wrong, they're great beer towns. But I think the saturation here is on par. I think it's just really cool too. Like you talked about like the difference of tap rooms. Like there's no script for oh. a successful brewery. Yeah. Like there's not like a like a right way to do it. Right. If you feel like you're putting a good team together and you're putting achievable goals out there and mm-hmm. kind of stretching yourself and trying to figure out what your identity is, you can definitely succeed. It's just, there is a different model for everyone and there's no right or wrong way to do it, which is I think a good thing, you know, because we're absolutely. not. I, I, I personally enjoy the fact that, um, you know, Chase always says that, uh, beer is a social lubricant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the idea of beer bringing people together. Yes. Yeah. Um, I yes. mean, I, like this is a prime example of it, right? Yes. Um, without beer, we wouldn't even know who you are, yeah. right? And yeah. you wouldn't know who Vice we versa. are. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's pretty awesome to be able to know that uh, beer connected the three of us. Yeah. Um, and it's doing that amongst other breweries, amongst people at breweries every single day, which yes. is awesome. And you, you talk about there's not a roadmap for it, right? There doesn't have to be. That's right. what's awesome. Yeah. Um, we all kind of have the same goal, right? It's, it's, uh, make this place make money, um, and be able to provide opportunities for people all over the place. Right. So, um, Tim, you got to tell us what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what was the thought process behind the IPA way? Where did that idea come from? Some good questions, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I had a friend, uh, Nick Mutabi. He actually just moved to Cincinnati. So shout out to Nick when you listen to this episode. Okay. Um, he had saw me post on my personal page. Just me at a tap room. I'll take a picture, like a beer, dope mm-hmm. background, whatever. Yeah. And I'll put the beer name, whatever hops was in it, obviously IPAs, uh, the brewery I was at in the city. So okay. I moved to D.C. He got tired. He's like, yo, like, you need to start a beer page. And I'm like, no one's looking at pictures of beer, bro. <laughs> like, like, no, you need to do it. I'm like, no one's, whatever. So I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, posted it at jailbreak February 2nd, 2019. Okay. And so it started with just me just posting pictures, like just documenting my experience, yeah. right? I'm going to sell a lot of pictures of beer on there, whatever. And then I quickly realized, going back to the storytelling piece, is that stories are stories because we humanize experiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me just start taking pictures with the beer. So my likes increase. I'm like, kind of fun. Okay, like a little mm-hmm. model, a little yeah. beer model. Yeah. Um, and so um, started doing that more, right? Started traveling to different breweries, you know, just you know, showing people different tap rooms, different cities, whatever. I love to travel. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, oh, like, I got, you know, 500 followers, 750 followers, 900 followers. And, again, I'm not big on followership, but I'm a community building. Mm-hmm. But what would happen from that was then people would want to just hang out around beer. Yep. And so for me, as I think we talked about this before, like, um, the stereotypical, you know, consumer of beer is not black at all. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, how can I then now p- pivot this space from being one that's just documenting pictures of beer to building community around beer, having events, doing collabs with different organizations, different breweries, yeah. to where other black people can come to a space that they may not have come to otherwise, but then say, like, you know what? That was actually all right. I'll come back without yeah. Tim this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so now it's, it's pivoted to a, a platform, right, a community, to where 
we will discuss uh, different topics, DEI topics related to beer, but also outside of it, right? Because life, there is life outside of beer. But then, too, using it to leverage into different environments. Where I'm like, you know what? Like, let's come hang out and play Uno here for a minute. Right? Yeah. Let's come play Spades at this spot. Love that. Mm-hmm. And just get you into the space. Because once you're in, you're in. Yep. Right? And I don't think at this point uh, enough breweries, similar to y'all, have created an environment, an inclusive environment, to say, like, you know what? Come visit. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do that with my platform right now. So, yeah. so what does that look like? Um, you know, I, I, uh, you mentioned we've talked about it. I'm passionate about this, as I know Danny is. Yep. Um, it's something we're passionate about as a company. Um, you, so you talked about it um, a couple seconds ago, and you and I have talked about it before, but largely craft beer looks a lot like Danny and I, right? Mm-hmm. Um, white dudes with beards. Yeah. Um, and, and how, you know, something you are passionate about for all those that, that follow already and hopefully more that hear from this that follow the IPA way, a big platform that you have is, is including more diversity and more yeah. more inclusiveness all around in beer. Um, how how does that how does that happen? Yeah, so I'm looking at this picture now on my Instagram, which was November 24th, 2019. Caught a brewery kickback because uh, I was like, you know what? Why don't we just hang out here again? Play, we legit play Uno that day. Right? Yeah. I said, you know what? Y'all come here to Hellbender Brewing in uh, DC. Y'all come here. We'll play Uno. They'll give you a tour of the facility and like educate us about beer because obviously it's a science. We know well. We know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Yep. Yeah. I get that. Yep. Um, and just. Let's just make this a normal experience. Yep. Yeah. So that was the first time. But I think to answer your question, what is what how I've done it? It's like you know what, like I do have a following, if you will. Yep. And there's breweries that do follow me, engage with me, want to ship me beer, whatever. But like, how can I then collaborate with the Saunders, um, the Noda down in Charlotte, uh, Crafted Culture up in Columbus? Say like, look, I don't want anything. I don't want beer. I don't want to do a collab. I don't want to do anything. I just need a space, two tables, maybe three. Yep. I can bring people to come drink. Yep. That's it. Yep. Because again, once they're there, once they're in, they're in. And so once they're there, now we can have more conversation about the beer scene. This is what a lager is, what a pilsner mm-hmm. is, this is what ABV, ABV stands for, this is what IBU stands for. Again, things I'm well, I know that now, but things I'm I had to learn along the process, yeah. along yeah. the way. But other people have not even been introduced to that. Because mm-hmm. I think collaborating with different brewers to say, like, look, I don't I don't want your money, right? I just need your space. Yeah. And I think some of the storytelling, we just, we need space to be able to not just share everyone's story, but also bring people in an environment. So we can uh, have conversation across difference as well. Do you have like a story or two that stick out to you on like, you know, th- that type of experience? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stories, man. A lot of <laughs> stories. I'm looking at my Instagram now to figure out which one I want to tell. I would say the one, the one at, um, mm, I'll take Hellbender. Uh, so this is 2020. This was June 2020. Yeah. So after, um, George Floyd was murdered, right? Everyone was doing the um, Black is Beautiful Black is collab. Beautiful, yep. And so I caught, I was pissed. I was pissed because Hellbender is my spot in D.C. Mm-hmm. I went there, just like I go to Sonder, like I went there every single Sunday, at least once a week, every awesome. single week. And I didn't, haven't seen anything. I'm like, you haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking out for you to do a collab. You haven't said anything. So I remember calling, I've told the story before, but I remember calling the owner of it. And I'm like, yo, like what's, like, what's up? Like, I love y'all, you know what I mean? There's, obviously, I'm very hurt right now, dam- uh, damaging experience. But, like, what's going on? How can I be of service, right? Yep. So we talked about it. I don't know how to talk about it, yada, yada. I said, you know what? We're good. Um, let's, let's talk this out. Beer, right? Yeah. Brought us together. Yeah. So I said, um, I don't want to do, we were talking about different collab ideas, you know, where the money would go, X, Y, and Z. I said, I don't want to do Black is Beautiful. Um, not, because, not because it's not a good idea, but because people don't an introductory beer, introductory beer into the beer scene is yep. not a stout. Yep. Not a stout in the summer. Yep. So I said instead, again, IPA way, let's do something like a hazy pale ale, something that's like 
shared across different palettes. Yeah. He said, cool, let's do it. He said, all right, where, where's the money going to go? I said, well, I got a nonprofit um, that's dedicated to helping um, high school seniors transition into higher ed. Uh, we can donate all the profits to this organization. Okay. So we brewed this beer. It's hot as shit in the brewery. <laughs> Going back to education, right? I'm yeah. like, oh, snap. Like, it's hot as fuck in the summer brewing yeah. a beer, right? Yeah. And it's cold as shit in the winter trying to brew a beer. <laughs> so remember, we brewed it in, um, in June. I'll never forget this. We brewed it in June, uh, and it's going to be released in August. Okay. And so we did a small batch. It was 98. I think it came out to like 98 cases. Okay. We pre-sold 40 in 24 hours. Okay. 40 cases in 24 awesome. hours. That's a lot of beer. Yeah. And then sold out of the beer in t- two hours into opening the, on the mm-hmm. event. That's awesome. And so all 96 cases were gone. In 26 hours. Yeah, that's Between awesome. pre-sale and two hours of opening. And I, I bring this up because what had happened was people from across the country, like literally across the country, were like, yo, how do I get this beer? Mm-hmm. Like, interesting. Even people that don't drink beer, people that just mm-hmm. knew me, people that, just, that yeah. people that like beer, I'm like, whoa. So I remember, well, people across the country got beer. <laughs> got that beer. <laughs> They all, they all came to yeah, DC. They all yeah, came we, to we DC. To they all came to <laughs> DC and got that. They all came to DC and got that beer. But I was like, wow, like people legit paying attention, mm-hmm. right? And you had people. Just obviously, peak COVID in like August 2020. We had a, a, a black-owned food truck, you know, serving food outside, and we had legit turn people away from being in a tap room. It's awesome, man. And I'm like, we got to do this again. So we did it again, February 2021. Uh, okay. Brewed a beer called Support Black Businesses and gave 14. Well, invested 400 dollars into different uh, black-owned businesses in, in the DC area. I'm like, we can use beer. You can leverage beer and the money, right, into social impact, right, into social change. Mm -hmm. I'm so helping breweries identify that and understand that, um, but then also being honest with both my peers, my stakeholders, say, like, look, like, yes, there's money involved, but if we're just talking strictly numbers, it makes sense for your business model to be inclusive to to all population. 100%. It just just makes sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't agree with, you know, from a value standpoint, it just makes sense. How can we do that in a way that's not just values-driven but also sustainable in future years to come? Yeah, I think it's I think it's healthy for beer to be inclusive, but it should be more than that. Of course, right? of course, but, of course. Um, man, that's really really cool. That's an awesome story. Yeah. I, I think it starts with so what you're doing. I love because to me it starts with being okay, being uncomfortable, and having tough conversations. Yeah. And there's so many people that shy from that, um, and and I I don't. Yeah. I want to have the education and the understanding and the wherewithal to be able to have conversations that are sometimes uncomfortable. Yep, yep. Um, but if, but if we're not willing to have those tough conversations, I mean, we're not going to progress anywhere. I appreciate that. Um, so how have, how have those conversations um, progressed or introduced you to new people within <laughs> beer? It's been wild, bro. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where explain this. I think to your point earlier, right, talking about beer and, like, people meeting people across difference and across different industries, I'm now seeing, like, how powerful not just, the, like, the liquid, but also the, literally the physical environmental space yep. can be for conversations that lead to action and change. Um, and so for me, there's different breweries in D.C., like Silver Branch Brewing Company, um, like Black Flag Brewing Company, to where legit we're again, similar, having similar conversations. Black Flag's dope, by the way. We'll, we'll that's get my, back. That's my <laughs> secret spot. I'm trying to give it away. I'm trying to give it away. The only time I've ever had their away. beer is when you bring it, but every single one you've brought have been has been a banger. I got you. Every single that's one. That's my secret. It's one of my secret spots to the listeners. It's one of my secret spots to those. You gotta have listen. your honey hole. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, I have, I have several. Yeah, I have several. I don't you tell people where I go. Several in every city. Yeah, yeah. My thing. It's kind of sidetracked. I answer. Get your question, but, yeah, I, answer, no, maybe, but I go to a brewery every Sunday, mm-hmm. right? But okay. I don't tell people where I'm going. 
Okay. Nice. So, so normally it's been every every semester, every academic semester, I'll go to the same brewery and then I'll switch it up the next semester. Oh. I still won't tell you, but like you never know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like you go to Silver Branch all this. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. How do you know? But I will say I went to Black Flag for like a year straight. Nice. <laughs> and that's my spot. I'll bring you more Black Flag. I'll bring <laughs> yeah, you stuff yeah. to you. That guy's good beer. Oh, what's your question again? I'm sorry. So so how have how has um, this platform that you're using? Mm introduced you to to more people within the beer industry yeah right yeah so i would say it's introduced me in a way to where now i think before when i got when i got into this space right because like people call me influence i fucking hate that word but yeah. like, they'll call me influencer but then one of my friends uh, black beer geek courtney up in baltimore she's like you she said you are an influencer because you're influencing behavior mm-hmm. you're influencing change i was like i like how you put that yeah so mm-hmm. I, I can i can roll with that yeah it has a negative connotation but when you break it down it, there's a lot of positive influencers out there Correct. as well. It's just what side of the spectrum are you on? Exactly. So I've embraced the positive side of that. And so mm-hmm. when people like um, Taver, Tavor, however you say the damn name, yep. they hit I me like... I believe it's Tavor, right? Tavor. I don't, I'm not oh, sure, honestly. I, that's what I say, but I don't know that for certain. Yeah, I don't know right. either, actually. But they hit me like, yo, we want to see you beer. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> they said, we want to send you a box. I was like, you, me? <laughs> like, you sure? Like, I got legit, like, 1,500 followers. You sure? But for, to your point... I didn't have followership. I had a community. Like they knew I had a, right. I had a community right. that yeah. was listening. And so now I'm using my platform. I think the last post I had was about um, uh, the Equal Pay Settlement, mm-hmm. U.S. Women's National Team, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about that, talking about my doc journey, right? A journey that is um, education similar to beer is a place that black individuals have not had access to over the, um, historical years. So my mental health coming up, right? Just b- being able to talk about social issues alongside beards, which I think for a long time has been stigmatized that you can't talk about it. Yep. Not in the same sense you can. Yep. I might not F that. Like, I'm going to talk about both. Y'all going to have to listen, similar to what I said before, about choosing between student affairs and athletics. That's been a thing. Why choose? We don't have right. to choose. We can right. do both. And if not three things at the same time, that makes sense to not just us, but our story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I agree. And that's, that's when I say you have to be willing to have the tough conversation. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, it can and it should yeah. be included in beer. Right? Exactly. Um, exactly. And I think it's really cool that you're, you're trying to in, or incorporate beer. We we talk a lot about, you know, we have important meetings and, you know, we make a lot of decisions all day. But sometimes our best thinking or really good ideas or really good conversations come at the end of the day when we're up here having beers or we're at the bar having beers. And, you know, a lot of really good conversation and a lot of good thoughts come, you know, over. And it has nothing to do with the actual liquid. It's just the experience that beer gives you and the mindset it puts you in, it's its a community-based thing. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of really good stuff comes over a beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I want to I wanna say this publicly on the mics. You know it to be true, but yeah. but just so you can hear this again, I want to keep the conversation going, man. Oh, and, sure. and I want to, however we can be a part of that and however we can help, like we're in. Sure, mm-hmm. um, sure. What... what you know, and this is where the uncomfortability comes in, right? Like, um, we want to make sure that we're doing it the right way. Of course. Um, of and, course. and with you and partnering with you, um, because there's, there's nothing worse than uh, coming off as disingenuous mm-hmm. or, or um, not real and authentic, mm-hmm. which is not who we are. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. Um, you know, you know, we have an, an, an authentic and organic friendship, yeah. <laughs> uh, which which I think can lead to an awesome partnership, furthering this platform. Oh, for sure, for um, sure. So we want to we want to keep that going, man. Whether that's a beer, whether that's um, you know getting you on these more, yeah. wh- whatever that looks like, yeah. we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll Most just definitely. keep the conversation going. Well, definitely. 
Um, all right, let's get to know Tim Bryson a little bit more. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, so we're gonna do some like some like obligatory questions here. Got it. Uh, Got it. That uh, that will introduce us more to you. Okay. So you get one beer the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be Desert Island. It can be anywhere, wherever you are. But 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 here's here's the deal. One beer, rest of your life. What is it? Any beer I've ever had in my life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mine's this, by the way. Is it? It's yeah. Rally Cap. Yeah. Really. Mine would be. Mine would be Bayside Breeze. Okay. From Black Flag. Yep. I've never heard I've of that. Had, what did I give you that? Was it? Uh, uh, I give you that? I've had it. I've had it multiple times. You've brought that. Oh to my me multiple fucking times. gosh! Yo, it's a blonde ale with like mango, guava, Ooh. lime. It's we actually like had one up here. Oh we shared my one gosh. up here. You must not have been here. Oh, maybe, or maybe I, or maybe I was here. I just don't recall. Yeah. Uh, it's good, isn't? Yeah, it is. Is. <laughs> <laughs> It's very good. That was my first blonde I got. I think that's when I pivoted. Okay. When my first blonde was that I was like, beer. I was like, oh snap! This is not IPA. It's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. That, it's it's dope that it that you can remember the beer that it's that has shifted. I think it was that one. That's pretty awesome. The, the blonde Uh All right. Uh, give me your favorite uh, music album. Ever. Yeah. Give me one of your favorites. How about that? It's too <laughs> tough to pick one. All right, I'll say this. I'll, I'll just put this caveat first. I'm, I'm watching the Kanye doc. Okay. Am I, have you seen it? I have not. I seen have it? not yet, but it's on my list. It's a must. It's legit original footage. Okay. It's not college dropout, but I will say. Where, where is uh? Where where can you watch it? Netflix. Okay. Original, uh, ri- literally original footage. It's wild, but. Mm, hold on, hold on. While you're still thinking about this, because you just brought it up, let's talk. Is Kanye a genius? I think he's a genius. I do think he is too. I think yeah, he's I, a genius. I think it's undeniable, I, dude. You gotta watch it. Y'all gotta watch a doc. I, I will. I'll, I will. I'll watch it and text you. It is I'll literally you know. like mind blowing. He, here's my thing, man. Everybody wants to talk about how he's crazy and he's jumped a shark. Man, I think he's brilliant. He knows what he's doing. Yes, mm-hmm. for 100%. sure. Percent. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, and you'll see that in the doc. Like it's legit Kanye from like '98 in Chicago. Mm. Dude, I didn't know he he produced half a blueprint. Did you know that? I did not know that. I I, I dude, know college it. dropout. College I, dropout. By the way, that album was ridiculous. What list? Yo, watch the doc <laughs> ASAP. Watch the documentary ASAP. Okay, okay. I might watch it tonight. No, I'm not. Like he he goes through the whole college dropout process. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, all All right. right. To answer your question though, and it's gonna be controversial on purpose because that's how I feel. But certified lover boy by Drake. Yeah, Ooh, will end okay. up becoming Drake's best album of all time. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's I gonna age. It's gonna age to be his best album. You know so, what? You know why I like Certified Lover Boy? Because it to me it reminds me of hip hop when I started really getting into hip hop. You huh. were really into that album. Hmm. I, for, I for a long time. a long time. Yeah, I listened to it like it's all. So that album came <laughs> out last summer when I was basically like. It would be like a chance of rain, and I'm still driving with the top down, man. I, I got a Jeep last summer. Yeah. So I'm like, I have, like, some douchey tendencies yeah. from the Jeep. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I admit it. I own it. But I was Think, think of your stereotypical Jeep guy as Justin. Yeah. <laughs> every, every Jeep stereotype out there applies It's to pretty Justin. much me. Yep. Yeah. I do the obnoxious way. Stereotypes <laughs> exist for, for a reason. And, uh, <laughs> I'm the Jeep guy. Yeah. Uh, but I listened to that album with the t- every time the top was yeah. there. Like, all the way through. I love, I love it. That's my favorite. I love yeah. it. That one. Okay. Why, why do you think it's going to age into his best album? Because people, I think people, to your point, we've gotten to this, this era where, like, the beats, people like the beats. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. He's saying some real shit that, like, people aren't really listening to. Yes. They're not really hearing, like, views. Like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, I hate views. I hate views. Now people are like, views is a great album. It's a classic. Right? 
And so I think Certified Lover Boy between from Champagne Poetry to The Remorse, people are going to look back and say, he was telling us what was going on. Like he, 100%. We just didn't listen. Yeah. Well, y'all didn't listen. I'm listening. I listen to it every day, at least, at least twice a day. But So I love Fair Trade. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and the line, I mean, which is obviously in the bridge, but when he says, I've been losing friends and finding peace, and that sounds like a fair trade to me, dude. I'm that, telling you. That hits for me, I'm man. telling you, that, though. That hits I'm for me. I'm telling you. That was a – I like when he said uh, imitations and flattery is just annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> I said. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Do you, do you, think, he, uh, do you think he was waiting for Donda to do that, like to release that? Yeah, for sure. I think so, too. For sure. And I actually had to go back because uh, – what's that boy's name? Drake dropped. So Far Gone came out 09. Uh, Thank Me Later came out 10. So Take Care came out 2011. Yep. Which was right after or the no, which was the same year that Kanye dropped. Uh, oh my gosh, was that uh, was that the same time? Was that Pablo? Uh, the, late registration? No, the one with um, oh my gosh, which, which album it's like, cover? It's the gold album cover. Oh know. yeah, I can't recall that. Yes, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It'll come to me in a second. Yep, yep. We can, we can, you can cut yeah, out the dead part. Watch here. the throne. Watch the, Watch the Throne. Yes. So Watch the Throne came out yes. that summer, and then uh, Take Care came out that fall. I don't think I. I don't think I realized that now. I think that's right. when I'm like, oh snap! But yeah. Okay. I think he knew. They ain't drinking Kanye. They. The, okay. I think I think they're closer than what we like. Me too. Did. That's what I was about Ooh, to say. Okay. I think the I think the beef is a little manufactured. I think it is. I think there's some real. There was, but I think it is a little bit. I don't think they're like boys, but I think they respect each other enough. I would hope so. Like, I, think, I, I would so. hope there's like some mutual respect, right? Yeah, I don't know. But, but it's, not, it's not even it's it's middlemen, a hundred percent. It's middlemen because when Pusha yeah. T gave Kanye the uh, information about Drake's kid, yeah, and that was from uh, Scorpion mm. when he dropped that Scorpion Wait. album, when uh, Drake and Pusha T were beefing. Yep, and then Pusha T told Kanye about Drake's kid, or, or someone told Kanye, Pusha T about Drake's kid, and then Pusha T Drake uh, dissed Adonis in the album yep. and the song, yep. whatever, and then Drake had to come back, say, I'm not hiding my kid from the world, the world yeah. From the kid. Yeah, it's middle people. Yeah, it, it for sure is. It's it, you know, Turpin. Or the two. I mean, it's two of the goats. For, they have undeniably. Yeah, absolutely. They're sales absolutely. guys at heart. Like, they know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, they have yeah. to be. Yeah. It's yeah. All absolutely, stra- it's all strategic. Yeah. Drake's my god. Drake's my goat. Really? So okay, LeBron and Drake. <laughs> yes. LeBron. So, okay. LeBron. LeBron and Drake. All right. It's, it's well, LeBron and Drake. So this is about getting to know you. All right. Let's go. So this is good. So <laughs> where's where's Bron going to end his career? On the on the list. No, no, where? Where's he going? Because he's oh, not going to be on the Lakers next what year. What team? What team? What team? All right, so my... I think he's going to do another year in L.A. and then wait till. Nope. I think... Nope. I don't... Really? I would be somewhere so, else next year? I think he's going back to Cleveland, man. I would say I, that. I, I would be stoked. It's LeBron's league. Silver's not the commissioner's. That's LeBron's the commissioner. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and LeBron will find a way to go back to Cleveland with the young Bulls. Oh, man. Wait for Bronny to get drafted. Yep. There's do so a much year. fun to watch yep. right now. And peace. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I see it. You he said, basically said it. No, I'm a LeBron fan. Okay, no, that's fair. I love it. I yeah, love it. LeBron I have fan. a lot of friends that are. I went to um, went to college with a group of guys that um, grew up in Indiana, and for whatever reason, like didn't care for the Pacers. They just were on record for being LeBron fans. So like when, we were in, when I was in college, he was on the Heat. So like everyone was loving him, loving the Heat. And then once I graduated school, he went back to the Cavs, and they were Cavs fans. So that was fun for me. But all right, so uh, movies. Favorite movie of all time? Yep. Drumline. Hands down. Dude, Ooh. Drumline's dope. 
That's a really good movie. Nick Cannon's awesome. Drumline. Good call out. I haven't watched Drumline, Drumline in a long time. I haven't watched that in a long time either. Drumline, number one. Number two is White Chicks. Have you seen that? Ooh, dude, White Chicks is elite. <laughs> is that Marlon Wayans or Damon Wayans? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> both, isn't it? I think it's both. I think it's both of them. I think it is. Too. Drumline and White Chicks, one and two, hands down. That is, that's an incredible list. Dude. Hands dude, down. What? <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, not expect that, man. You go from drumline uh, into white chicks. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, I can't watch movies more than once. But like those two movies, I can watch like over and oh, over. Oh yeah, over. yeah. Are, I don't watch are, a lot of movies over and over anymore either. But like those two, I could watch whenever. Like I probably have like ten movies total that I will rewatch. Yeah, two. What, what's, what's your favorite movie, Danny? I know we've uh, talked about Mine's it. Miracle. That's right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I really, really like Miracle. Yeah. I watch Miracle on planes like all the time. Really? If I don't feel like reading, I just pop it on. Yeah. That's your airplane movie? It is, yeah. That are the Pitch Perfect movies. Oh, nice. Dude, the Pitch Perfect movies are gas, and Anna Kendrick's my number one celebrity crush. So, Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know that we've ever talked about this before. Yeah. Probably not the time now. <laughs> no, but, we can do it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what about a TV show? Oh, TV show. This is going to be this is good. Let me think. I'm hoping this is something I've never watched before because I need a show right now. I don't want. Oh, sounds like we need to go watch the the Kanye. Oh, that's on I my do need to watch that. No, that's on I, my list now. Oh my! Like I, I love stories. I didn't know it was. Uh, it's original footage. Like literally, this dude. I'm not gonna tell you too much of it. Or I'm not gonna ruin it. But like this dude quit his job to follow Kanye because he knew he knew it was gonna be Stop. somebody. So it's legit. It's not like fake. It's the original footage from like '98, '99, 2000. Dude, that's awesome. I can't Mind wait to blown. watch it. I know. Yeah, I know. Mind blown. Like from I want to. I want to get inside Kanye's mind. The crash. Yeah. That's about that on there. Mm-hmm. Really? His mom's on there. Yes. Does it take you all the way to like recent stuff, like when he was it's in the stadium? That's I'm in it now. Okay. Oh I'm, in, okay. I'm at uh, MSG right now. Okay. For the Pablo tour. I actually went to the Pablo tour in Columbus. It was. Mm-hmm. It was really. Had a lot of natty lights. That was the only time I had natty light in my life. <laughs> Fun fact: never had a bud light. Never had a Michelob. Oh, never right. had a. You never have. Never. No bud. No Michelob. No Coors. But natty. That's the only night because the girls didn't at the time wasn't drinking. We planned on drinking. I was like. <laughs> I uh, dude, yeah, I, was, I still drink Natty Light at Dana Gardens. Can't do it, yo. Seven dollars a pitcher. It's I mean the price is just can't crazy. do it, yo. So all right, uh, what, what you, if, oh, TV show? My bad. The answer to your question. Oh yeah, favorite TV show of all time is Money Heist. Okay, okay. Money that was Heist, really, really good. Queen of the South, Ozark. Okay, those three. I weirdly couldn't get into Ozark. Really? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I, I gave it like five episodes and I couldn't get into it. Dude, you weren't hooked after like the second episode? No, I yeah, don't know why. Like, I think like you need to give it oh another gosh. one. Yeah, that was Money wow. Heist, my show. Money, Money Heist. Heist was awesome. I've never even heard of that, I don't think. Money Heist? It's a, yeah. It's an Italian show, right? Money, uh, Spanish. Spanish. Okay. okay. Spanish. Spanish, uh, Spanish. So it's like dubbed over in English, which annoys a lot of people, but I didn't really care. Uh, um, but it's, it's fascinating. You got to watch like, it. They like rob a bank and it's this like whole. Uh, like elaborate scheme. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. All right. So uh, before we get into the last segment here, so I got if, a question too. But go okay. Ahead. If South Carolina and Ohio State played and they were both really good, what sport? Uh, let's say football. Who are you rooting for? South Carolina. Oh, okay. All right. All right. South Carolina. What do you? What college sport do you follow the most? South Carolina women's. Okay. Basketball. Yep. Okay. They're sweet. Don Staley's an OG man. Mm-hmm. I love Don. So what is there? Is there any sport that you would root for Ohio State over South Carolina? 
No. Okay. All right. All right. No. I mean, stop, I mean, it's like you can't take undergrad away. Like undergrad is undergrad. Dude, yeah, I, 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 I feel you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those yeah. that had opportunity to go to school, chose to go to school. Like undergrad, like mm-hmm. freshman year, you, you only get one freshman. I had two, but you only get one freshman. <laughs> year. Like, you know there's, what I mean? there's a lot of pride in where you go to undergrad for sure. Like, I mean, it's just I'm hundred percent. I'm still a Xavier season ticket holder. Like freaking them losing to Butler on Tuesday ruined my week. Yeah, like, it's just you it's can't like undergrad is just. And I worked with Don Staley. I worked with Steve mm-hmm. Spurry when I was there. Like okay, okay. so I mean, okay. Yeah, is no, he a cool dude? Yeah, he's funny. Nice. Don Don is even funnier. Okay. Don is, yeah. That's awesome. South Carolina for sure. Uh, I feel like that should just be a standard question we ask all of our guests. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Tim, you've had enough of our beers. I think you can answer this. What are your top five Sonder beers? Ooh. Okay. In no particular order. Yeah, you don't have to rank them. Yeah. Maybe go three. Three's fine. This is a running bit that we have because yep. Justin has like 20 in his top five. <laughs> And then we have to like add qualifiers. Uh, hey, I've, I've locked down at least right. three. I would sure. say I'm not gonna put you betcha in there because that's standard. That's that's automatic. Okay. But I'm gonna say I just had weird flex and that was actually fire. Ooh, okay. There was one. Oh, I'm trying to like, think of the label. It was one with like the rocket ship on it. Oh yeah, to the moon. To the moon. Yeah. That was I think good you took too. that home this last time. Here, I did. Right? I'm trying to think of another one that I've had. I know you're a big fan of the double dry hop series. Oh, I am, but it was record hot volume. So the two or three. Okay. It was one of the first record hot. Three is one of my favorites of all time. It's two had or Lotus three. Two two had Citra and Strata. Which one came out in the summer? I believe Lotus did, right? I think three. Yeah. yeah. Then it was three. Lotus was kind of like that like orange, like almost like it was record volume three. Yeah. That one's one of my favorites as well. Record volume three, for I sure. I think seven might be my new favorite now. Um, but it's close. Yeah, I think I was in huge West Coast, West Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. West Coast IPA mode. Yep. Uh, did you ever have four? Was it was four the triple C? Um, four was. Yeah, cent- four was Centennial. It was three. Uh, it was like it was like a lot of like the West Coast like piney styles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you had to answer with IPAs. Oh, for sure. No, you had to. For sure. You've been drinking a lot of Voss lately, though. I have. The Voss is good. I tell you, with Voss. No. I saw that. Hell yeah! Tired. Come on. So I'm saying I don't. I, I don't drink. Yeah. Shitty beer. I just can't do yeah. it. Like it's just not hey. in my blood no more. Like, I love yeah. that about you. I, I also love that. Um. All right. So are you uh, are you familiar with the last the last segment here? I'm not. Okay. Hit it. Yeah. Let's do it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not on the guitar? Is it something to get you through? Dude, so, all right. So, Tim, so we love music as much as we love beer. Okay. And we talk a lot about music. Our logo is a vinyl record. Yeah. So when we started kind of really getting into this podcast and ramping it up, we decided to actually dedicate a segment to songs that we can't, we have on repeat right now, just mm. like songs that we can't stop listening to. Good. Um, and sometimes they're old, sometimes they're new. It's just whatever. What's what's a song you've added to a playlist recently, right? Um, and so what we like to do with our guests is give us one of your favorite songs of all time, and then give us a song that you have on repeat. But while you think about it, uh, we can go ahead and go first. Okay. 
I have my Spotify working this episode. So oh, I good. love that. Uh, and this is the song I actually wanted to mm. um, give out last time, but The Distance by Hardcastle. Um, another song I found on TikTok. You just love to see it. Really? Yeah. That's your favorite of all time or one you're listening yeah, to? No, right just now? the one I'm listening to right now. Uh, I kind of want to change what I know I'm going to be listening to after this conversation because I'm going to go listen to Certified Loverboy as soon as I get back in my mm-hmm. Jeep. <laughs> uh, but the, the one that, uh, it's, it's an older song, but um, it's a song that I've, been, I've added to like two or three playlists in the last week mm-hmm. just because I love it. Uh, it's Crocodile Teeth Remix. Okay. Do you know this? No. Uh, Nicki Minaj and uh, Skillabing. Okay. Um, and this, the, the there's no way you pronounce that second name right, uh, uh, dude. There's no way I did. You're right, but but this dude is, uh, I think he's Jamaican. Okay, and so, uh, dude, I, he does sounds. He like, does he have like the island accent? Yes, when oh, he raps, nice. it's awesome. That's sweet. It's awesome, but but yeah. So that remix, I've been listening to a lot. Nice. Uh, so favorite, all right, favorite song of all time is "Do Not Disturb" by Drake. Okay, all right, and I love, I love Drake. It's like I am Drake. <laughs> like, like, I just, we have, just that's my guy, like yeah. for sure. <laughs> He's weak. Um, song I'm playing on repeat right now is Champagne Poetry off CLB. Okay, it was in the Bible, but it's pivoted to Champagne Poetry. Okay, it's my running playlist too, so it helps. But I love that. Uh, do you are you primarily all hip hop, or do you kind of float between genres? So uh, hip hop, R and B. I have a country playlist. Yep. Nice. So my con- <laughs> Uh, my favorite country song, if I had to do karaoke, it would be uh, Buy Me a Boat. Come uh, on. Yeah. Yeah. You know that uh, song? Chris Jansen? You know that song? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's your karaoke song? Uh, Two of a Kind Working on a Full House by Garth Brooks. Okay. So, <laughs> Come on. Yo, so, that's, my, that's my song. Dude, my, uh, my karaoke strategy is that I'm terrible at singing, so I have to make up for it in laughing. So, like, I purposely sing Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. That's a good Because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious having a dude that looks like me pop on the mic and sing Skater Boy. Do you so, know like, all the words? Too. Oh, absolutely. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's it's, fantastic. And it's great because, like, everyone's, like, enjoying watching me do it. So it's not, like, sure. awkward. You know, it's, like, it's not like I'm up there trying to, like, sing a ballad or anything, you know? Yeah. Like. So, uh, <laughs> dude, this is the true story. So... Um, I sing a lot to my kids at bedtime. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a great singer. I don't pretend to be a great singer, but they just, you know, love, uh, love getting sang to at bedtime, I guess. One of the songs that I know every word to that I sing to them at bedtime is Buy Me a Boat. Legit. Shit you not. <laughs> I swear. Really? Yeah, 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 I'll prove it to you when the mics go off. <laughs> I'll prove it to you. No, yeah. we, need, we need a singing segment. That song yeah. and a, a song called uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow by somebody. Um, I can't think of the dude's name. Chris Young. Chris Young. Yeah. So my brother loves country. He went to school in Kentucky. It makes sense. But mm. he got hooked on country undergrad. I'm like, what are you doing? He put me on later. Like, I wasn't really into country until college either. I had a couple of kids that none of them were from the South, actually. It was a couple of kids from, like, Buffalo and uh, California that, like, yeah. got me hooked on country. So I, depends on my mood. I, yeah, mm. same, same, with, same here. It's I grew up on country. Yeah, as soon as it's... 75 degrees out, Danny hits country season. Yeah. I know it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I go through that. when the Again, in the summer, I listen to a lot of Kenny Chesney. Yeah. I know that, right? I yeah. don't listen to a, a ton in the winter. We don't but music shame around here. No, 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 no dude. No. Listen, I feel like, similarly to music that I do about beer. Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel good, listen to it. We're if it makes asking, you feel yeah, good, drink it. We're not asking questions. You don't need to rationalize to me what you listen to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's hilarious that – Dude, I hope one day, 
I am somewhere where karaoke pops off and you step up and start to sing Buy Me a Boat. So if you don't mind, I don't know if we can, we can manifest this. We can do a karaoke at a, some some gathering this summer. Or Dude, come it, on. Have you guys ever heard of Tostados? Tostados? It's a bar across the street. I know what a tostada is. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's this bar called Tostados. It's across the street from the precinct. Okay. Like down in Columbia, Tusculum. And they do karaoke. It's like a Mexican restaurant. I don't know why. (laughs) And they like set it up in the middle of the restaurant. And it just turns into a karaoke bar at night. We should go. It's electric. We got to do. No, we're doing karaoke this summer. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Dude, when you're home for a couple of weeks, let's make sure we let's make sure we get a night out. I am very serious. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Tim, we got to have you plug all your stuff, man. So people can follow you at the IPA way. What's your podcast? Yeah. Walk with TFV. Okay. Walk with TFV. And uh, available wherever podcasts are. Correct. Yep. Beautiful. Good to Walk and with with uh, the letters TFB, yep. right, to be clear. Yep. T as in Tim, F as in Ford, B as in Bryson. Yep. Love it. First question is, what's your story? We'll get you oh, on. man. Love that. Let's do it. Love I that. Told you. Let us I know. Told you. Um, and you're on uh, you're on Insta. Obviously, that's how that's how I I follow you because that's the most I'm engaged I am. Any other social platforms or anything? Yeah, Timothy F. Timothy F. Bryson on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Awesome. Let's connect. Nice. Let's walk. Do it. Oh yeah, man! Thanks for being on here. I love you. This was great. Yeah, appreciate you. Are you gonna Are you gonna outro with yep, the? I got it right here. There. Oh, that's that's it. Champagne poetry. That's the one. <laughs> Tim, thank you so much, man. This is yeah. a blast. No, appreciate cheers, cheers, man. Not cheers. the first or last time. I've been hot since the birth of my son. Come on, That's my song, yo. Love y'all. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you, cheers, man. man.